Hey. So, 100. <laughs> we're finally in the triple digits. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. How insane is that? Oh, my God. Our episode titles are going to get so long. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I think I've got to go to digits instead of, like... The... Spelling out the whole last word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 169. Oh my nice. gosh. <laughs> nice. Episode 420. Nice. We'll get there. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that I'll s- <laughs> that the world won't collapse by then, but yes. Um, I mean, the world may collapse, but we'll still have two. We'll still have a couple of shitty mics and a and a Libsyn, won't we? Right. Yeah. Libsyn if if is worst a case scenario, we'll just get together and like record it on cassette tapes and then send it out in the post-apocalyptic wasteland via carrier pigeon. Yes, absolutely. Hey, hey what if like in like uh, you know how like in Bioshock and a lot of games you find like audio logs from like the past and that's like the story. That's like the environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. What if you did that and you just picked up an audio log and it was an hour long and it was someone's podcast <laughs> about like about like this is this is uh, this is my podcast about. The Dino Squad, episode 14. I'm in the Dino Squad. (laughs) Um, There should be more of that. There should be more of that in video games, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, video games, if you're out there, do that. Yeah. Sorry about, there's a lot of background noise, by the way. Sorry about that. It's rainy and that's kind of amping up the the road Mm -hmm. traffic sound. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm sure some of it will come out and post it. If not, it sounds kind of nice. Like you're uh, you're chilling uh, on a ra- in a rainy day on the front porch, sipping a sipping a nice uh, pink lemonade. Sure, in the rain. In the, the you got a roof. Well, sure. Okay. I'll maybe with maybe, it. maybe a coffee or a tea. Yes. If it... I think that might be a bit more appropriate. If it's quite humid out, perhaps an iced tea. Ooh, I could, ooh, I could, I could fuck up an iced tea right now. I have some iced tea in the fridge downstairs, and it's calling my name. Oh fuck! Let's finish this episode. <laughs> Let's get the episode. <laughs> your number one bracketeering podcast in the world. Uh, I'm Sarah, and welcome to our 100th episode of Spectacular. Hey, I'm Blair, and also welcome. Hello. <laughs> we didn't do we didn't do a movie this week. No, we didn't, uh, because it's 100, and we just want to reflect. You know. Yeah, we want to reflect, look back. Last year, we last year we did for the for the uh, for the one year anniversary, we did the Blair Witch Project. And we also did some superlatives, but we went a little bit further this year, and we made a bracket. We're gonna rank all the movies that we made last that we did last year. Mm-hmm. See how everything stacks up. Mm-hmm. And I'm extremely excited. Yeah, me too. But first, let's talk about some gay and horror news. Sure. What's the news? Uh, Hereditary comes out on Friday. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm. Going to die. Me too. Me too. You're, see- you're seeing it opening night, right? 
Um, I will try to. I'm gonna yeah, make me too. basically every effort too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pre-order my tickets on Fandango and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going to. We are absolutely doing a an on-screen for it. Finally, for sure. after two years of doing the podcast, we finally get an on-screen. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we did get out kind of, but that took the place of a regular episode. This will, I think this will be like a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. Bo- a, a real bonus Jonas scenario. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's see what else we got. Suspiria, the remake is coming out oh, sometime yeah? soon. Sure. Did you ever see that? We gotta do that sometime Not soon. Not the original one, no, I did not. We gotta watch that. Yeah. Oh, man, I know what movie we could have done today because we I forgot to pick a movie. Um, uh, Let the Right One In. That one is so fabulous. That one's so yeah, good. I've got, I've got, like, a short list that's, that's just, like, brewing in my mind right now. Like, original Suspiria, Let the Right One In. Um, I don't know if Perfect Blue counts as a horror movie, but I want to do it. Sure. Have you seen Perfect Blue? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, and then, um, uh, I saw the devil. Mm, mm-hmm. Not to be, not to be confused with we know the devil. Right. <laughs> Very different things. Yes. Um, I saw the devil is more of like a thriller, but eh, close enough. Sure. We like to play fast and loose here. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Speak- it's our first episode since the beginning of Pride Month, so that's... Happy Pride, motherfuckers. We're gay as shit. Yes. That's kind of our whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That's why we're called fear bait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. So last year we did superlatives and we had we had um favorite uh favorite new movie, favorite movie that we watched, which was allowed to include movies that you had selected as movies you had seen before. Right. Um best uh best meme. And favorite favorite episode. I think we also said favorite guest, but I'm not doing that one because I had so many fucking guests, and I don't want to single out any one of them as being better than the others because they were all very good guest episodes. <laughs> yes, we had a fuck. Uh, I do want to extend a sincere thank you right now, by the way, to all of the guests that I had helping me out during Blair's absence. They yes, really, really helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you from me as well for carrying my weight <laughs> while I was not here. <laughs> we missed you. Oh man, this was a wild year. I broke my foot. I started Girl Pills. I moved out. You graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? You're a boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gay online. Oh God, what a crazy and wild year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could. We don't have. So first of all, we can't do best meme because the best meme is still. You know, I had to turn into Dr. Player to hashtag Lunar Truth. Uh, uh, hashtag Forbidden Knowledge. LunarTruths.com. dot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though we didn't re- we didn't reference it very much, but like the only other things we had in this year that like could have been a meme were the vor jokes, I guess, and also the fact that each episode Blair was gone, I made up a reason that he died in the episode description. <laughs> I noticed that. I like started reading the episode description. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm dead now. <laughs> yeah, you died a lot. <laughs> That's cool. Um, uh, so I'm immortal. Yeah. Yeah, is the result of that uh, four month long hiatus. Mm-hmm. So you're all welcome for that. Yeah. So uh, thank you, thank you, Blair, our God. Mm-hmm. Um, our Blair is an awesome God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a dream I had last night. Let me talk about my dream real quick that I had last night. Oh sure. We don't have a movie to talk about this week, so just do what you want. <laughs> right. Um, I was in a room with John Darnielle. Okay. Um, and. I don't know remember what we were talking about, but I was like, God, you really are so Catholic, aren't you? And he was like, yeah. 
I am. I, I was listening back to the uh, the the our, our one year episode uh, spectacular where we did all the superlatives for uh, for ideas for superlatives, mm-hmm. and you mentioned this weird ass last name that your aunt has now because she married a guy with that last name. Do you remember what it was at the top of your head? Because I lost my fucking mind when you said it on the on the uh, on the on that episode. Um. No, I should know. It was, know, like, it was I, like, um, like Zorbulon or some bullshit. Oh my god, no, it's Zab something. So the dude's name is Zab, his first name is. Sure. And his last name is also something that starts with a Z, and it sounds so fucking space-aged. Um, <laughs> it, it literally is something like Zorbulon or something like that. It's so fucking crazy. I lost my mind remembering that. Oh. Ugh, I was so upset you didn't tell me about that sooner. But, um, anyways, so, do you have a favorite episode from this past year? Because I think there's a pretty easy answer for favorite episode. For you? For for both of us, honestly. I'd be surprised if it, was a, I'd be surprised if it wasn't the same. Oh my god, my memory's so shit. I don't know. <laughs> Dead Ringers. Oh, fuck. Oh my god, I forgot that was within the... Yes, it was. <laughs> so, me and Luna were... Or, me and Sarah were texting about we what we were going to do for the 100th episode yesterday. And I was... Um, basically day drunk all day because it was my <laughs> birthday. So. Oh yeah, happy birthday. You're now, you're finally one years old. I'm, <laughs> I'm somehow younger than this podcast. Um, so, uh. I mean, with all the times you've died, you just kind of had to start from year zero. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, and we got to talking about doing another Four Loco episode, and I was, like, thinking about it, and, like, like just when you're, like, s- like slowly starting to not be drunk anymore, and it's, like, setting in, like, how horrible it feels now <laughs> to be, like, alive, um, I was like, I don't know if I could get Four Loco drunk at noon. <laughs> I don't know. We'll probably do it next week. We'll probably do it next week. And I was just like, no, not in the cards for me today. Yeah, um. Um, yeah. That's it's gonna be a good time to get. But I think Dead Ringers was our best episode because, I mean, just we just lost our fucking minds on that show. Oh my god, so completely inappropriate. The movie we chose to do <laughs> while like flavor blasted. Like, like I think the next time we do, we we have to do like a saw or a final destination. For sure, for, for sure. But I also think what an iconic move for us to do. Um, a David Lynch movie. No. Cronenberg? Lynch. Cronenberg. Oh, Cronenberg. A fucking Cronenberg movie. Wow, fucked. It's, we were getting drunk while watching the movie. I swear to God, I processed none of that film. Next to none of that film. Fabulous. What a, what a great move, us. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> I think we have to redo that movie at some point, like, legally. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that aside, we really don't have any other topics. Um, so we're going to go through this bracket that we've made, and that's pretty much going to be the episode. Okay. We'll so, just argue the entire time, and it's going to be great. I mean, some of these, the seeds are randomized, so there's not going to be a ton of arguments here. Sure, sure. So our first matchup, speaking of Dead Ringers, it's the Lock-In versus Dead Ringers. Okay. Refresh my memory on the Lock-In. The oh, lock-in wait, no, no, that's the, the jerk-off one. <laughs> yeah, that's the jerk-off one. Oh my god. Jeez. I don't want to say goodbye to the lock-in so early. <laughs> okay, so objectively, Dead Ringers is the better movie, right? Right. But... But which did you have more fun watching? 
Well, I was also very drunk while watching Dead Ringer, so I had a quite, a bun- quite a bit of fun watching it, but probably for unrelated reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, this sucks. I feel like Dead Ringers needs to move forward, but <sighs> the lock-in was so good. It was good, but for all the wrong reasons. I think... Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, the lock-in. I think we have to do away with it. Lock-in we- takes it. I think... Lock-in. Or Dead Ringers takes it, sorry. Dead Ringers takes it. Uh... The lock in bites the dust. Yes. Next round. Who? The Bye Bye Man versus Ginger Snaps. Okay. So Ginger Snaps was a movie you watched with Luca that I did not see, but I did see the yes, sequel. Yes, you to saw it. the sequel. Yes. Um, the Bye Bye Man was like. The Bye Bye Man was a banger. Remember how at the end of the movie Carrie on Moss looks into the camera? Yeah. <laughs> um. Though, again, I think Ginger Snaps is objectively the better movie here. Yeah, yeah. So, um... So, Ginger Snaps takes this one in a in a pretty quick one. Yep, yep, goodbye. The goodbye, bye, bye, man. man. <laughs> goodbye, bye, man. Don't say it, don't think it, don't quit your day, don't quit your day job. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, this one's gonna be one you're gonna have a better opinion on than I do, because uh, I didn't watch the movie, but Slither versus Time Crimes. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. I like both of them for really different reasons. So Time Crimes was um, kind of had like a coherence energy to it. Um, And so insofar as it's like simple plot and uh, simple insofar as like as much as a time travel plot can be. Mm -hmm. I definitely think I had more fun watching Slither, though. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna give this one I think I'm gonna give this one to Slither then. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's close. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. Alright. Submit that. Alright. Next up. VHS versus the host. Neither of which were episodes you were on for, so I've gotta make this decision myself. Well, I've seen VHS. Yeah, you have, but you haven't seen the host. I, I have think. seen actually the host as well. Is that the Korean one? Yes. Yeah, it's I've the, seen both of those. Yeah. Um, I really liked a lot of things that the host did. Like that scene where they're all sitting in the uh like the 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 um the convenience store and just like and there's like a, a minute long shot of them just eating together and uh mm-hmm. there's a really good every frame of painting episode about um that director's uh use of ensemble shots mm-hmm. and i think it just does a lot of good things vhs has some good ones and it has some bad ones if the if the entire thing was as like if the entirety of vhs was as good as like the messed up thing that happened to emily or mm-hmm. Uh, dad party dot mp4 yeah yeah i think i think it would win but i think the host does have to take this oh definitely i mean i will always stand for my found footage films but i have to recognize the fact that uh they're not very good <laughs> yeah most of the time speaking of found footage we got an interesting matchup here one that i'm gonna be this is a, this is a little bit killing the darlings um, lake mungo versus cube i don't cube doesn't win this which i'm very sad about yeah Cube, like, I loved Cube. Cube did a lot. It didn't have as many creative deaths as I kind of wanted to see based on what we based on what we knew the movie could go, where right. we knew it could go. Mm-hmm. But I had a ton of fun watching that movie, and I really want to go back and watch it again sometime soon. Yeah. But Lake Mungo, I, I mean, Lake Mungo just takes, takes it. Takes it, absolutely easy. Um, so uh, um, press F to pay respects to... F. <laughs> to, 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 to Cube. All right. Here's um, another fucking here's another fucking walk. Final Destination 5 versus The Corridor. 
I don't think I was on for the corridor. No, you were on for the corridor. Do you remember that? Remember that the, the scene of like the five guys up in like the uh, the winter wilderness and like there was that. <gasps> that there was that's that... the corridor. Yes, fuck that one's so good. It was good, but I, I hated the ending. The Thank ending you. really spoiled it. Final Destination 5, though. Okay, Final De- Destination 5 is an obje- objectively perfect movie, so I think that one has to take <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, the corridor had a lot of really good things going for it. But and I would it, recommend it to basically anyone, even, yeah, despite no, the thought, ending, you know? Um, yeah, despite the ending. I thought, it, I thought it delivered a lot. I was not expecting anything out of that movie, but yeah. it really, really, really delivered on a lot of things I wasn't expecting it to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Final Destination 5 takes that. Yep. All right. Prince of Darkness versus It. Prince of Darkness versus It. Um, shit. I'm gonna say Prince of Darkness. That's what my gut's telling me. Yeah, I actually kind of lean It here. Like, I'm, I like you know me. I'm a carpenter slut. Yeah. But It was really good. It was. Plus, I'm, I, I'm a big sucker for Finn Wolfhard. That's like, I true. love that kid. Yeah. No, I mean. I liked but you, it a you, lot. You were on the, you were on for both of those episodes, so I'll I'll relent the decision to you. Uh, I mean, and we can we can hash it out. All right. All right. <laughs> um, I I mean I liked it a lot, but I think I don't know. You know, I, I they kind of just exist in two different categories for me. Yeah. I I think I think Prince of Darkness is more interesting premise wise but it might be a better movie in general execution style yeah yeah yeah. uh i hate this decision right i think no matter what happens there neither of them will make it past the next round which i'm not going to spoil for you what that next round is but i'm just going to say that up front okay um so i think i'm going to go ahead i'm going to say i'm going to give it to you for prince of darkness okay okay i'll I'll accept that (laughs) uh up next we have the Final Girls versus Ginger Snaps 2. <laughs> um, I mean, Ginger Snaps 2 was, like, fucking bananas. She does kill her grandmother, right? Or eat her grandmother or something? It's something like that. Um, it's, it's bananas, but it's not a good movie. The, the Final Girls was a good movie. <laughs> the so Final let's Girls the was Final a Girls. fun, good movie. Okay. Um, Woo, Final Girls, Yay! Um, mm-hmm. Oh, here is a fucking banger of a matchup. I love this oh. matchup. Okay. Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, shit. Versus Stay Alive. Stay Alive. Which one was that? The video, you die in the game, you die for real. Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, How do we shit. decide? How? Oh, my God. Okay. Fuck. Okay. I, like, every time I think about Jason Takes Manhattan, I just think of that, that scene where the boxer is, beating, is like, trying to beat the shit out of Jason, yes. and then Jason pops his head off with yes. one punch. Yes. And then, and then friend, of the, friend of the show, enemy of the show, Matt Tramampoline, said in the chat, me versus my mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I, I think I gotta give it to Jason Takes Manhattan. I think I do, too, because of the but fact, s- the fact that it's called Jason Takes Manhattan, and it has all of maybe eight minutes of the movie actually within New but, York City. Okay, I'm, I'm saying this with the caveat that I'm giving this to Jason Takes Manhattan. Do you remember the scene in Stay Alive when the FBI man confiscates someone's computer, boots up the game that is killing people, and dies within a minute of, a, of apprehending the computer? Because that scene is fucking wild. I know. How are you that bad at video games, dude? Oh my god, I'm that bad at video games. You, yeah, okay. Next up is 1408 versus The Void. 
1408 is the scary hotel movie. Okay. And the void with like the 1408 is the scary hotel movie with like five different endings. And the void was the last one that we watched before you went on hiatus. Okay. It was the cults thing. Oh. With the really cool imagery, but I don't remember anything about the plot. I was not there for 1408. No, you weren't. That was with Kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to I'm gonna give this one to you, whatever you think is the better movie, because I was not there for 1408. I don't remember The Void. Like, I remember I remember a lot of the imagery being cool, but I don't remember anything about the plot. And I think Morgan That's Freeman true. had, or not Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson had some really, really good shit in that he was doing in 1408, even if the rest of that movie is kind of cookie cutter. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I remember The Void being interesting, but apparently not interesting enough to actually stick with me, so I'm willing to give this to 1408. Yep. Alright, here we go, here we go. Frozen versus hashtag horror. Hashtag horror. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, come uh, on. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> but also, Jake Animorphs pissing his pants in a ski lift, and also Rachel Animorphs... No, Rachel Animorphs pissing her pants in a ski lift, and Jake Animorphs falling out of the ski lift and breaking his fucking leg. Well, the thing is, it's so fucking boring, though, and hashtag horror is a blast. I would be willing to say that hashtag horror is a legitimately good movie. I cannot follow you down this road, <laughs> but okay. Uh, this one... Okay, this one's gonna be a real toughie. This okay. one's Rosemary's Baby versus Holidays. <laughs> Oh, oh! I wonder. Yeah. So I'll just, I'll, just mark, I'll just give I'll just give Rosemary's Baby the point and move on. Yeah. Were there any good shorts in? Remember the remember the fact that Holidays had the epic mealtime guy in it. What? Yeah the the one the one that ended with like the dude the the dude who like owned the porn website or whatever that was an epic mealtime guy. Oh my god! Every single no one idea. of the shorts in that movie sucked giant ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this one, I, I'm actually going to have a hard time with this one, because it's Jennifer's Body versus Smiley. Okay, again, Smiley is a fucking blast and a half, and everyone on Earth has to watch it. It's not a good movie, and Jennifer's no. Body is a, legitimately an amazing movie. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I hate sending Smiley to the Shadow Realm here, but God. Remember, God, the viral, the world's first viral serial killer. Oh my God. Yeah, as if the world's first... Vi- Every serial killer is, the, is a viral... So anyway, um, I know they mean on the internet, but also, come on. Let's... Whatever. It's so dumb. Smiley's so dumb. I love that movie. Jennifer's Body gets it, though. Yeah. Um. Alright, so up next we have Deathbed versus Most Likely to Die. Okay. Oh, refresh me on Deathbed. I don't know if I watched that one. De- you didn't. That was when, um, that was when, I think that was Fallon's episode where we talked about Deathbed, colon, the bed that eats. And it's just a bed that eats people. And that's the entire movie. If you sit down on it, it will eat you. Okay. Most Likely to Die was really fucking crazy. Um, yeah. But that movie also sounds really fucking crazy. Remember, so- remember how the killer in Most Likely to Die had a razor-tipped graduation cap? Mm-hmm. So I think most likely that I has to take it. <laughs> so it's not as crazy as the bed that eats people? It's really close. <laughs> okay, we'll give it to most likely to die then. I trust God. your judgment. Is it deathbed though? I think, actually, you know what? I think you're right. I think it's deathbed. The bed okay. that eats. Uh, yeah, I mean, the premise itself is just crazier. 
Okay, we only got three more d- movies left in this last round. Okay. Or three more three more choices. The Wailing versus Tag. Mm, I liked Tag a lot. I did too, but I fucking loved The Wailing. The Wailing was so cool. You, you yeah, the we were that was before you went on hiatus. The Wailing was so fucking cool though. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Fuck. Was Tag Korean as well? Um I think it was Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, if the Wailing had wound up against like the host or something, that would have been like that would have been the fitting, the K horror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, Tag was really good, but the Wailing I think I gotta lean I gotta go Wailing here, but I'm open to I'm open to discussion. Fuck yeah, they were both so good. Jesus. Um Tag is so interesting. Again, one of those movies like Tag is so interesting and I recommend everyone watch it. But I think The Wailing is the better movie here. Yeah. I'll lean that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll work with that. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Tag. We will never forget you. Mm-mm. Um, alright. The Wicker Man versus Splice. I think this is a no-brainer, but I think it was if it was the first hour of Splice versus The Wicker Man, do, we might have a contest here. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I know I bring this up every time we talk about Splice, but Splice just shits the bed in the last half hour so fucking badly. It's amazing how much goodwill that movie shits away in that last bit of it. Yeah. So it's it's Splice versus... Wicker Man. Wicker Man? I think Wicker Man takes it no-brainer. I think it does, yeah. I like Nick Cage, so... No, the, the, the original Wicker the, Man. Oh, I wasn't on for that one, so I don't remember. Yeah, no, that was the that was the Andy episode. Yep, yep. Um, I still love Nick Cage, so that's just gonna remain being said. <laughs> All right, this one's also a no brainer. The Fog, John Carpenter's The Fog versus This House Has People in It. Uh, yeah. Um, this house. This house. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I barely have, remember The Fog, honestly. I have one love, and it is Web City this house Comedy. Has people in it. <laughs> so. I run around too. Now we get to see what our buys what our buys got us because some of our, our our top seeds got buys in the first round. So here is our number one seed going up against Dead Ringers. Our number one seed, The Covenant. The Covenant. Remember, four hot boys are witches and they have powers. Oh my god, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Thank you, Seed Randomizer, for making that our number one seed. Possibly the most forgettable movie on our list. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like. Does Deadbringers just take it on default? I mean, yes, obviously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if we let the Covenant go forward? The Covenant led itself to a very good episode, but I think it's just not a good movie. It's not a good movie. God, it's Deadbringers takes it. It's like Deadbringers is getting so lucky with these matchups. First, it fights the Lock-in. Now it fights the Covenant. Right, it's, the Covenant watches like AU fanfiction reads. <laughs> yeah, the Covenant takes place in the ABO universe. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> uh, Ginger Snaps versus Slither. Oh. I lean, I lean I Slither lean hard. Slither, Slither as well, is yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, love you, Ginger Snaps, but love it's just you, not Snaps. happening. Ginger Snaps good as hell, Yeah, it is. Slither takes it. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. 13 Ghosts versus The Host. Um, The Host? <laughs> I, I, I just lo- want to give Matthew Lillard as many points as I can. That Pat- is the only good thing in that movie. Oh my god, I love you. Well, also also that scene where the dude gets cut in half like by the glass pane. And he I gets mean- like, 
not neither hot dog nor hamburger style. He gets cut in half like bread roll style. Yeah, sure, he's just meat. He's just meat, and he flops. I love he's it. All meat. I love when horror movies just radically just... toy around with the idea of what humans truly are on the inside, because it's always just meat. No bones, no hair, no skin, just meat. Just meat. <laughs> just meat, baby. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, Lake Mungo's got another fucking easy one here. Lake Mungo versus XX. Yeah. I oh, I wonder. Sorry. <laughs> XX. Sorry. Like, sorry women. Yeah, sorry women. <laughs> sorry women make a better fucking movie. I feel bad cuz St. Vincent directed one of them. Which one? Um, I think it was the strongest one. It was the birthday party one. You hated that one. Did I? You did. In the episode, you hated that one. I mean, I still hate it, but I still think it's the strongest one. I, d- I disagree. I I, okay. I don't hate it. I'm going to just double, ch- double check this up. Uh, film. See who directed that. Uh, let's see. We've got... Uh, yeah, Birthday Party, directed by St. Vincent. You fucking hated that one. <sighs> and the other ones were just... The other ones were The Box, which is the short story. Oh, that's where people eating? Yeah. Um, the birthday party, don't fall, which is about four friends going rock climbing, and then the rock, then a creature kills them. Right. And then her only living son, which is about a woman whose son is demon. Oh yeah. God, yeah, they're not. None of them are good. <laughs> none of them are good. All right, this one is. I have a far and away winner here, and I think we're gonna have to duke this one out. Okay. Scream versus Final Destination Five. Jesus! Oh my God. Okay. For me, for me, it is Scream, no contest. Yeah. Final Decision 5 is a banger of a movie, and I fucking love it. Scream is just one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. I mean, if we're going to talk about great movies that Matthew Lillard has been in. Yes, thank you. Matthew Lillard deserved a fucking Oscar for that performance. Yeah. Kabam! Just like some of the weirdest, just some of the weird ass shit that he says. No, he was such a such an icon of like the 90s and aughts. Like, what's your motive? Peer pressure. Yeah. I'm too easily convinced. He's, You're not gonna really call my mom, are you? He's just so good at being pathetic. He's so fucking funny. It's so you know, yeah, it's so good. A scream gets it. I liver love. Liver alone. Get get it. Liver alone. I just he's so quotable. So good. Scream takes it. Scream takes it. Yeah, absolutely. Matthew Lillard is gonna carry that movie. Um, okay, so here's the here's the metro I was saying that it versus Prince of Darkness doesn't matter because they're because Prince of Darkness is up against Creep too. Oh, oh though, oh yeah, Creep Creep Two does get it. Creep Two gets it. Prince of Darkness deserves a shout out. I love John Carpenter. I <sighs> just but just Creep Two. Well, I it's just I have such a soft spot for the creep movies. Like my bias is definitely showing here. Yeah. Yep. Um, if we want to go, if someone wants to go toe to toe in filmography or whatever on the shit, whatever. But like, uh, my heart belongs to the Duplass brothers. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, the last exorcism versus the final girls. Last, I think last exorcism. The last exorcism was refresh me. Uh, it was about the uh, the preacher who was having the uh, the the like the, his loss of faith, and he goes out to do an exorcism. You weren't on for it. Oh, um, I wasn't. I feel like I've seen it. Though. <laughs> I, I think it's a good movie. It's probably, in my opinion, the second best movie with Exorcist in the title. Sure. Or well, it doesn't have Exorcist in the title, but you know what I mean. Exorcist. 
And then M or T, whatever you want. Sure, sure, sure. I think The Final Girls is a really good movie, and it's a really interesting send-up of the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a, a scream for the modern era. Mm-hmm. But I just really like The Last Exorcism a lot. Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, yeah, I think, I think, I trust you. You trust your judgment here. Here's so. a matchup for you. Okay. Jason takes Manhattan okay. after beating Stay Alive. Okay. Now he's up against Man Versus. <laughs> Man, I just, these, keep, we keep talking about these movies, and I fucking always, for, the really crazy garbage ones, I always completely fucking forget about, because it's like, how did this movie happen, you know? Man Versus is one of those movies. I completely fucking forgot that movie ever existed. Um, the, f- the first half hour of that movie is genuinely good. And then the end of it comes with, like, the weird predator. And then it also turns out that the entire world is dying around him. Yeah. Jason takes Manhattan. Jason takes this round. What if Jason takes Manhattan wins? There's no way. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> but what if, what if things happen? What if Jason Voorhees takes it all home? <laughs> Okay, this next one. 1408 beat The Void last round. Now it has to go toe-to-toe with Final Destination 3, which I think Final Destination 3 takes it. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a good fucking movie. I love Final Destinations. Some dude gets his head smashed by between a pair of weights, and he's extremely good. Oh my god, I that was that was the first Final Destination movie I ever watched, because I remember that scene so crystal clear. Um, I love that movie so much. Alright, this one I think is a no-brainer. The Ring versus Hashtag Horror. Is it a no-brainer, though? <laughs> the, do, Blair! Okay, let's, okay. Blair! Blair! Hashtag Horror is a movie that could have just, just been called Millennials Beyond They Sell the Phone. That's all that movie is. But it's fun! It's like... It's, legit, okay, fun, maybe not the right word. It's visually extremely interesting. Yes, um, extremely interesting visually. I'll give you that. The ring takes this no fucking contest. Okay, so the you ring. You are ta- fucking okay. wild to think otherwise. The ring takes it, but can we just address for a second the fucking bullshit ending of the ring that completely subverts the entire theme of the 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 rest of the ring. The, as the, a movie. the 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 um the the way that they go full uh what's the what's the fucking movie where the person like puts their their phone number in like a book in a library and then they date the person who calls them. Serendipity. Yes, the whole serendipity ass ending where yeah. they where they put the where they burn a tape and put it in the library and they're like, well, someone will take this out. Well, they double back on it's like, oh, this girl is actually evil, and it's like, what? No, what what about any of the messages you were like telling us through the entire movie about trauma, you know, childhood trauma? Um, no, none of that. It's just evil. It's just evil. There's no nuance to the human condition. It's just evil. Fuck. I feel like the original. I feel like the original Japanese ring did did more with that, but I haven't actually seen it. I'm just basing off of what I recall having heard about it. Right. But the ring does take it over hashtag horror. Hashtag it horror does. It does. Okay. All right. Eraserhead versus Rosemary's Baby. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah. I think. I think just uh, okay. So gut check. Where do you lean on the gut checks? Because I go Eraserhead off the gut. Off, I do as well. I do as well. Rosemary's um, Baby is pretty good, but Rosemary's Baby is way less cool than the Eraserhead's Baby. Yeah, um, I think I think Eraserhead is just way more fun. Yeah. Than Rosemary's Baby. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eraserhead on this one. Erase that head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here we go. Marble Hornet season one versus Jennifer's Body. 
Okay, so I don't think I was on for the Marble Hornets. No, that was that was Ashley. That was like the first guest episode, I think. Yeah. I think I lean Marble Hornets season one here. Yeah, versus Jennifer's Body? Yeah. Really? I like Marble Hornets season one a lot. Mm. No, I've seen parts of Marble, the first season of Marble Hornets. So I can kind of argue this. Um, I just... I like Marble Hornets and I like what it does and I like how it exists culturally. I just think... Jennifer's body is just better, I think. It's it's I think it's just uh it's it's more I, I mean obviously it's Honestly, it's if, hard if to I compare could, the two because we're coming from one's a movie and one is like a, a video passion project. But I, I think that, I think the thing is that like I feel like Marble Hornets looks worse in rear view, not because it is not because it's bad not because it's bad and was overhyped, but I just think there are so many imitators that you get so used to like, Marble Hornets was a progenitor of a lot of things. Oh, for sure. But in this day and age with how much, like, internet video creepypasta there is, like, Marble Hornets seems a little bit rote. Even though it, like, invent, even though it, like, it kind of started the fucking game here. Well, I know. I know. I, and, like, I recognize all of that. Um, but I just don't think it's as good as Jennifer's Body. I think Jennifer's Body has, is, I mean, if we're ta- going to talk about, I mean, like I said, it's hard to compare the two. Um but if we're just going off of cultural impact, uh, I don't know if that's a fair way to judge two medias together because it's no, that's that's fair. I was just putting up a case for it because I think I think Marble Hornets is easy to watch now and be like, oh, this is just kind of very rote. But right, I, I, I I'm I'm okay letting this. I'm okay letting Jennifer's body take this, but I do just want to give Marble Hornets the shout out for like the pioneering that it did. Oh, and it definitely deserves that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just I just like Jennifer's body more. <laughs> All right, Deathbed, the bed that eats versus Alien Resurrection. Oh, interesting. I go I Alien. Yeah, because Alien Resurrection goes lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, goodbye, Deathbed. Bye, Deathbed. Bed that eats. Yes. Eat this L. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, this is gonna be a sh- this is gonna be a really tough one. The Wailing, having beaten Tag last round in a, in a fucking nuck like a slugfest, now has to go up against Pontypool. Pontypool. The the Matt one with the Canadian radio broadcast station? Oh, with the shit. virus that spread through stuttering? Shit, that one's so cool. Yeah, oh. Oh, shit. Alright, gut check, gut check. Where are you leaning on gut check? My gut check is Pontypool. Um. God, yeah, I think... I think that one too. God, the whaling is so good though. The whaling is so good. It's got some beautiful, like the, the one I think about the whaling, the thing I think about the most is the colors that it uses. Just, it has so much like purples and like blues and very cool colors that it uses to like create this atmosphere. It's so fucking good. But Pontypool is just incredible. Yeah. Pontypool rules. Pontypool makes, Pontypool is a bottle episode that they managed to make into a really good movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Pontypool on this one. Rest in peace, the whaling. All right, Tucker and Dale versus Evil now versus the Wicker Man, the the original one, not the Nicolas Cage one. Yeah, I figured. I, I'd be uh, shocked. I, I'd be, suddenly it's the Nicolas Cage one now. <laughs> I uh, I lean Tucker and Dale, but I, I don't know. I like Tucker and Dale versus Evil a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'd go Tucker and Dale for this one as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wickerman's a good fucking movie, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Suburban Gothic versus This House Has People in It. 
I think this house takes it, but it's closer than I think you'll feel. Because I really fucking liked Suburban Gothic. I didn't see it. I wasn't there for that one, so. Yeah, no, I thought that, I just thought, I thought it was a really good movie. I wasn't expecting very much out of it, especially when I saw Matthew Gray, Matthew Gray Goobler's face attached to it. And especially considering that movie has a part where he gets a cum, he gets bukkake with a, with a, a light bulb full of ghost cum. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it is really good, but I think this house does take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's round two taken care of. We've got, we've, oh God, we've got a ridiculous sweet 16 here. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Dead Ringers versus Slither. Um. I think Slither. I think Slither takes that one, yeah. Sorry we were drunk for you, Dead Ringers. <laughs> yeah. All right. The Host versus Lake Mungo. This is the first thing I'm not going to give to Lake Mungo. I'm going with the host on you, this vote. Yeah, I don't know. Lake Mungo is kind of the perfect movie for me. I know it is, but I like I liked Lake Mungo a lot. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like there was so much cool things happening in the host with the framing and I got I got to give it to Lake Mungo. I changed my mind, but the host just has a couple of things that I dis that I like I found a little bit lacking mm-hmm. like the the weird if they had just showed less of the monster i think i would have been way better with it because that monster doesn't look very good no no it doesn't um god bless its soul though uh i hate that i hate voting for this but i think lake mungo does take this uh, yeah yeah okay here's one that i'm not gonna budge on okay scream versus creep 2 oh scream it's Scream. Okay. It's definitely Scream. Okay. If we wanna, it, okay. And this one's a good good one because these are both meta horror yeah. movies. Now, I have a question for you. If it was Scream versus Creep 1, where do you, what do you pick? I would still go Scream. I, yeah? That surprises me. Because if it was Creep 1 versus Creep 2, I would go Creep 2. I think Creep 2 is the stronger movie. You know what? Actually, I think you're right about that. I think Creep 1 and Creep 2 are phenomenal movies. And they, just like, it's losing to my pick to win this tournament right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good combination, like a good, this is a good match because they're both meta horror movies and they both have different things to say about whatever. Uh, Creep 2 is kind of a meta on Creep 1, which is fun and it's really good and it's, uh, it's, it's more horror comedy, um, and it definitely does what Creep 1 wanted to do, but more. Because it had yeah, context for definitely. it. It's a fabulous movie. Scream gets it. Scream gets yeah. it by a long shot. Okay. The Last Exorcism versus Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> Do we push Jason Takes Manhattan to the Elite Eight? We did. We, we can't do that. We can't let it win. It won't win. I don't... Because it's, it's in the bracket with Scream and Lake Mongo. There's no way Jason Takes Manhattan wins. Are you going to say it's winning this particular round, though? I think it might. <laughs> no, I can't. Last we, exorcism we have can't. to take this. We just can't. I'm sorry, Jason. You'll you'll Vor Voorhees, You you made it. Th- you made it a long way. You beat two of the worst movies on our bracket. Stay alive and man versus. It's like it's like <laughs> it's amazing that it got this far. It's that any Schlocktober movie got this far. <laughs> Um, you almost pushed hashtag horror into this round. And I still stand by that. Um, uh-uh. Oh, God. Oh, man. You know what I missed this year, what I feel like we didn't have any of this year? 
we didn't get like righteously furious in a movie like we did with the Charnel House or Horsemen last year. We're gonna do it again. <laughs> I promise you that. We're gonna watch I'm some sh- bullshit and get real mad about it. Absolutely. All right. I think this is an easy category or an easy pick. Final yeah. Destination Three versus The Ring. Oh. FD three. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I, the ring is really fun. good, but Final Se- for for us, Final Decision Three is just so good. Yeah, we are we are we love our garbage, um, here in fear here at fear baiting. So it's definitely gonna. We have to have a final destination, you know. We just have to. We have to. Sorry, the ring. You're good. Yeah, you have a horse commit suicide. Yeah. All right, Eraserhead versus Jennifer's body. Um. J-Bod? Actually, oh, this is hard, right? This is really, really hard. hard. Um, I, I think I have... I feel like I'd be wrong to have a Eraserhead lose here. Like, I feel like that's just what my gut is telling me. Like, a Eraserhead has to take this. I actually think a Eraserhead is better here. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'll let, I'll, make, I'll let you make that decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love you, Jennifer's body. You know, you know I do. All right. Alien Resurrection versus Pontypool. Pontypool takes it. Pontypool takes it, absolutely. Alien, Alien Resurrection is good as hell, and I think it's a really strong, especially for a late entry in the Alien franchise, mm-hmm. but Pontypool is just good as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tucker and Dale versus This House Has People in It. I mean, this house, right? Like, it has to be this house. Do you want to argue against that? I don't, but I don't think this house is going to make it past the next round. I don't think so either. Um... Alright, we're down to our Elite Eight. This We got some fucking... We have a couple of really easy answers and a couple of really hard ones. I'm so ready. Slither versus Lake Mungo. I mean... I know you want to say Lake Mungo here, and I'm going to agree with you. Lake Mungo is going to lose in the next round. Okay. Okay, you sound very confident about that, but let's save Lake Mungo for this one. Yeah. Scream versus The Last Exorcism, Scream takes it. Oh yeah, Scream takes it easy. Rest in peace, Last Exorcism. Mm-hmm. We knew ye. Mm-hmm. Coming, coming all the way from beating the final girls and Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> Alright. Final Destination 3 versus Eraserhead? I think Final Destination. These are... I, <laughs> it's so hard! It's like, okay, this it's hard so because hard. it's like... These two movies are not comparable. Not remotely! It's so hard, but God, Final Destination 3, you know what, I think I'm actually going to dock Final Destination 3 a point because of how lackluster the last deaths are. Yeah, that's true. With On the subway train, those yeah. are kind of really blasé. Yeah. But God, so everything think, else about it, though. It's so it kind good. Of, okay, that scene at the fair when everything's exploding and, like, like there are, like, 17 near deaths and someone gets a lamp through the chest and someone, like, gets a bunch of rockets shot at their head. Uh, okay, you talk shit about the, the subway death, but the kind of the Rube Goldberg that sets up it. Is you know, kind of, oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Final Destination? Final Destination has to get it. Um, don't All add right. us film students. Don't add us film students. I don't think I don't think Final Destination is going to make it to the top two. All right, we'll see about that. Final Pool versus, versus this Lake Mungo. That's my <laughs> prediction. Pony Pool versus this house. Oh shit! That's so hard. That's so Pony hard. Pool. It's so close, but it's Pony Pool. It's so Pony Pool. <sighs> It's so fucking close, but Pontypool does though? something so... F- yes! It's ridiculously close. Pa- 
this house of people in it is amazing. The amount of content and hidden stuff that they do is so fucking cool. Pontypool is just ridiculous. Pontypool is phenomenal. I want to I want to watch the movie again and again and again. The fact that Pontypool manages to make an incredibly scary concept, both like it, it like it does zombies in a cool way. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but a movie did zombies in a cool way that I liked. It does something so like esoterically terrifying to and it does it all from the confines of a single building a single room that the characters almost never exit they never exit that room <sighs> it's so close this house has people in it is phenomenal oh. ab videos like wham city comedy some of the best content creators out there i cannot give it to this house you drive a hard bargain i do <laughs> all right i will give it to pony fool I don't all feel right. good about it. I miss you. I miss you already. This house has people in it. <laughs> all right, we're up to our final four. This is going to be a fucking... I hate this one already. Oh, no. Okay. Lake Mungo versus Scream. Oh, oh no. Our, oh, no. Our two picks versus each other. Shit. <sighs> um. Like, I just... I have watched... Like, I don't rewatch things i don't like almost nothing do i like i, I finished watching something and i'm like that was good probably not gonna watch it again ever for at least a decade i have watched scream six times in the last year because that's how much i fucking love it right okay um but i feel similarly about well i do rewatch things is the <laughs> difference i guess but i have seen lake mungo um, more than probably my favorite movie ever, which is The Blair Witch Project. Um, just because it's uh, such a great movie to show other people and, like, mm -hmm. watch it unfold with them um, because there's so many goddamn layers to it. And, like, yeah. the, the complexity of it um, is, is just, like, tremendous and how it, like, it... It... it it reconstructs and deconstructs itself each through each act, you know, until the very I, fucking last second of the movie. It's really good. I just, I cannot help that like scream is still the fact that scream is still fresh upon viewing for the first time, almost 20 years after its release. That movie was so much about the current state of things. That movie was a parody aimed right at the heart of current horror movie trends and trends of the past de trends of the past two decades of horror movies mm -hmm. the fact that it still remains fresh and extremely watchable with just a cat just like a phenomenal cast of like nev campbell like Hen um henry winkler fucking i skeet ulrich mm -hmm. <laughs> with a name like that mm -hmm. skeet ulrich fucking I mean, oh, Matthew Randy, Lillard. I, Matthew Lillard. I don't remember who Randy's actor, uh, Jesse something or other. Yeah. Or Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy, the cast in that movie is so good. Right. The performance from everyone in Scream is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, oh my God. Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. That scene when Dewey runs into like the girl's bedroom with like a gun drawn or like that scene when Dewey first shows up and he has like, he scares the shit out of Sydney when he, cause he's holding up the Scream mask. Courtney Cox in that movie and her no, fucking pantsuits. No. Okay, I see that and I agree with all of that. But and but I raise and maybe this is coming from someone who you've only seen Lake Mungo once. And yes. I think watching it again with the context of knowing everything about it the first time 
kind of opens up these subtleties into everyone's performance. Like I think I think honestly the same can be said about Scream. <sighs> like if you know the twist of that movie, like a lot of different things start coming into play. You start noticing things. I think I think it's more true for Lake Mungo, but I'm just saying that that argument does hold true for Scream. That's true. That's really true. Um God, I hate this. It's 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 interesting. I think they're I think they're definitely like really like close in terms of quality and like they're they want they and like i appreciate a movie like i would say all things have some sort of message to tell you but mm-hmm. something that has so such a definitive message to tell you like su- with such like crystal clear intentionality and both of these movies have it it's that they just communicate them in different ways uh, like lake mungo is so much more quiet and understated and like it's 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 definitely like the the movie you watch and then sit pensively after seeing it, you know. Whereas Scream is the movie you watch and it gets you so riled up that you want to punch a hole in your wild wall, you know. Like, God, you are. I hate this decision so much. Me too. I really do too. Um. Okay. Like Mungo takes it. Yeah. Are you okay but with I- that? I'm not, but I don't think I'm going to convince you that Lake Mungo doesn't take it. Yeah. (laughs) I think I could put a gun to your head and you would still say Lake Mungo. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Um, I I love Scream so much. I do. Scream is is in my top five favorite movies of all time. It is my favorite meta horror movie. Easy, 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 easy. Um, uh, and I think it's, it's, it's easily in my top five horror movies ever. So a top five movies ever. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So. Um. Okay. Time for another, time for another fucking brawl. Okay. Final Destination 3 versus Pontypool. Um, uh, Okay. I want to give this one to Pontypool, I think. Oh, okay, okay. That's good. Then we can just yell at each other for the last one, because this last one's going to fucking suck. Okay. Final Destination 3, you are probably the best of the Final Destination franchise. Good luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited to see another one. All right. How how far are we... All right. So let's just do a quick... We're 50 minutes into this episode. Let's do a quick storied rundown of how each movie got here. So Lake Mungo bested Cube, which... I thought it could. I thought it could have maybe fought a little bit. Uh, XX, the host, which I thought was close. Slither could have been closer. Scream just now, mm-hmm. and now it's here. Whereas Pontypool came. It had a bye the first round. Then it beat The Wailing, which f- I fucking hated that. Mm-hmm. Alien Resurrection. This house has people in it, and then it beat Final Destination Three in a very fi- in a very easy uh, semifinals. Yeah, is this P- Pontypool versus Lake Mungo? Is yeah, that what we're Pontypool versus Lake Mungo. Our, oh, <laughs> so this this bracket was just like designed for us to fight with one another because I you have so much more love for Pontypool than I have th- than I do, and I have so much more love for Lake Mungo than you do. Despite the fact that we both very very much love both of these movies, is what yeah, I'm feeling just... here. The, 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 the in both movies, just the actors do so much lifting because there is. Like, both are kind of really... I, I mean, Lake Mungo is obviously a, one of the, the slower one of them, but, like, both of them are very slow on their roles. That's true. That's true. Like, Pontypool takes, like, 45 minutes to start, like, taking off into the really wild shit, but just, like, 
I think one of the coolest, like, I, I know I said this for the last, I know I said this when it was up against this house with people in it, but it did zombies in a cool way. Like, yeah. Yeah. when is the last time that's happened? Right. Like, no, when's the last time, when is the last time you've saw, you've seen zombies in a movie and be like, oh, that's new. Like, these weird, like, mimetic rep- repetitions of words that are just infecting the brain and making people go fucking buck wild and just it's so it's a little bit existentially terrifying because there's no real reason that it happens and like it even happens to the news broadcaster over the end uh, over the end credits when we hear the radio broadcast like i mean obviously this couldn't happen but like also it's kind of terrifying that like you get stuck on a word and you like you cannot say any other word for the rest of your life and you just turn into a mindless idiot piece of shit thing and i just god that movie is good so Okay, so here's where I'm at emotionally. Yeah. Um, I still think, I think um, Lake Mogo is my favorite movie that we've ever watched. But um, my gut is willing to give it to Pontypool because I think... It's it has, so, like, Lake Mungo is absolutely a top three all-timers for, okay, sorry, top five all-timers for me, because, sure. so here, here's a short list of the top five movies that I think that we've watched, that, of, of, that we've watched. So, obviously, Pontypool, Lake Mungo mm-hmm. are in my top two. Uh, Coherence, Scream, and, uh, I gotta think for a second, but honestly, like, Final Prayer might be in there. The first for movie we sure. ever watched. Final Prayer is a tremendous movie. Absolutely. But, um, like, uh, like these movies, God, this is such a hard decision. Lake Mungo, really I don't. Is. Lake Mungo is a really good. Like I cannot stop thinking about that fucking scene of the car driving backwards. That scene is it's just such a small detail. It's so it's it's five seconds of the film, and it's right. so. And that one scene, the one quote scary scene, right, is yeah. so haunting. Yeah, it is. It's so Lake Mungo is a movie made up of small details, um, that that really relishes in your rewatch of it. Um, it like begs you to rewatch it um, because there's there's just so many. It, it has this it has a surprising amount of chaos for such a quiet movie. You know, there's so many like elements at play at all times, and it's it's just a matter of reorganizing it into something that makes sense. And it is like the perfect metaphor for trauma and grief in that way. In that sort of like, it has a sort of like feel of like depression with something manic bubbling under underneath you know yeah. um it's it's it, it has like coping is like such a such a constant and clear theme throughout the whole thing and just these these little like uncanny ways that people cope with the death fabricating ghosts um to ignore the ghosts That's... that actually exist it's so fucking incredible it's just I... on a symbolic level I know. I, I hate this decision, but I have to stick with Pontypool. Um, I think I'm willing to give it to Pontypool as well. I think I this, am. All right, let's mark this. Pontypool, you bear... I'm going to get... You know what? For every other one, and on this bracket, I have to give points. So, like, I've just been giving one point to someone and then none to the other. Yeah. I'm giving four points to Pontypool, three to Lake Mungo. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> it's fucking close. It is so fucking close. It really is. Um... Though I definitely, th- I don't know, it's just like, yeah, it's so close. It's so, this was such a hard break. Yeah. All right. Like, so that Mungo's was a, always going to be my baby, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing this next year. Yes. All right. Um, this uh, this question from at Nudity, what would happen if you swapped the main characters from the best and worst movies? So uh, I'm just going to look at our bracket here. So our best movie, objectively, was Pontypool. Okay. 
So we swapped the characters to that from... I'm just going to see what our easiest decision in the first bracket was. Um, just out of curiosity, because... Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to think of the movie that we like immediately snapped off for, uh, for a pick in the first round. Sure. Because I think it's going to be... Um, so if you swap the characters of Pontypool with the characters in Smiley... <laughs> Can you? It would. It would. Pontypool oh would be God. such imagine, a short movie because they never shut up. Imagine Shane Dawson just like getting stuck on the word pedo bear. No. <laughs> no, I'm not happy about it. Jesus Christ. <sighs> um, no, that movie would be over so fast because they just can't shut up ever, right? Like they just yeah. can't. <sighs> oh, Christ. Uh, next question from at nudity. Which movie had the best shipping? Um, I almost said they look like people, but that was from last year. Yeah, that does have the best shipping, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Creep 1 also, but that was from last year. Creep 2. Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body had the best shipping. I would say Creep 2 also had really good shipping. Uh, Which one would be the best musical? I think Scream would be a great musical. I think Scream would be a... Yeah. You see, you see, that's your problem. You've seen one too many movies. Yeah. Okay, I, movies don't create no movies don't create cycles. They teach cycles how to be more creative. Um, but imagine a Lake Mungo musical <laughs> or a Final My sister is musical. dead, and I don't know how to deal with this trauma. Oh. I'm going to Photoshop her into pictures oh. and cry about it while listening to Fugazi. Fabulous, great. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh, in, uh, and Kit Spindler wants to know, in the one, it's the 100th episode of Fear Rating, so you know what that means. Bring it in, guys! Every monster and villain from every horror movie comes in for a huge party. Thank you, Kit. <laughs> yep, that's exactly how it goes. It was kind of like how that went, except we just fought about it the entire time. Yeah. Oh. Christ. That was... That was so rough. Oh. I can't wait to do that again. Right? Yeah, so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, God, congratulations to Pontypool for winning that fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I had this was so much fun. As much yes. as these decisions suck to make. <laughs> oh. it, I, I wasn't expecting Pontypool to make it all the way to the top. I forgot how much I fucking loved that movie. Yeah. I think if, I think if I'm being honest, I think if Scream and, like, and Pontypool had faced off, Scream would have beaten it. Oh, for sure. I think so, too. It's weird how that matches up, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, well, you want to do recommendations? Um, sure. Do you have uh, anything, or do you want me to go ahead? Uh, I had something, but I'm completely spacing on it, so give me a second to remember what it was, and you go on ahead. Okay, so I think it has been recommended on here before by someone else, but not by me, so I'm going to do it. Uh, and it was ages ago, too. Um, I just watched in its entirety uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and it mm. is so much fun. It is so much fun. Um, it's it's just about vampires and ghouls and shit. And, you know, I like that kind of shit. So if you like vampires and ghouls and shit, go watch what we do. <laughs> Shadows. <laughs> um, do you have yours or do you want me to keep babbling? Uh, my recommendation this week is... Oh, God. What have I been watching on Crunchyroll? I, I'm pretty sure it was something that I've been watching recently. I, I, I know it's not placed further than the universe for the third week in a row. Right. But God, that show is good as hell. <laughs> uh, have I recommended Megalobox? I don't think so. 
Megalobox is a boxing anime, and it's it's a very it's the ultimate underdog story. Sure, and it's it has some very Cowboy Bebop vibes. The, one of the things that stuck out to me the most about Cowboy Bebop, aside from the phenomenal soundtrack and animation and everything, mm-hmm. was how there were these bit characters you could tell everything you needed to about in a single glance. There's a scene in the movie where it like flashes in between like a bunch of different co- a bunch of cockpits between like eight different pilots. And if you freeze frame, there are so many little details that you notice about those characters. In the like you see them for seconds. These characters are given like hours of design and it's you can tell so much about these characters. Megalobox has a very similar feel to that. It's these very deep developed characters and some just incredible action, some great fights. It's just it's really fucking good. Mhm. Right on. All right. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Fear Braiding. Um, thank you for, so much for all your support. We couldn't have made it to 100 episodes without you. Right. And now we're looking forward to the, we're looking forward to the next 100 even more. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up the patrons so we can read them off. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to support us, go to patreon.com slash fearbaiting. It'll support this and our sister podcast, The Wonder Years, where we talk about animorphs. Just a dollar a month gets you access to bon- get you early access to the episodes and uh, Patreon content like voting, which we're going to put up for next week. Um, and then if you're at five dollars a month, you get to have us say a message. And if you're at ten dollars a month, you get to demand a certain you get to demand you get to demand that we watch a movie of your choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you to Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Kit, Paul Bechtel, and Twitter user Sophie Altergeist. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um. If, if you, you want to find me elsewhere, you can check me out uh, at chi- uh, no, Gaius Lulu on Twitter and chiasatsunakas.tumblr.com. You can also check out my other podcast that I do, uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is a leftism podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not you- a threat, just a fact. Sorry, <laughs> if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or blairkitch.tumblr.com. Um, and if you want to f- contact the show, you can do that at fearbaiting on Twitter or fearbaiting.tumblr.com. We have our ask box open, though I don't know if we ever check it. Um, it, it I see the notifications, and, and I'll check it the, if they come in. Sure. Um, we also have a Gmail, uh, fearbaiting at gmail.com, if you want to write us essays, uh, like yelling at us for our decisions we made today. Um, mm-hmm. You're valid and allowed to do that, so go ahead and go do that. <laughs> um, but until next week... Until uh, next week, folks. Uh, I'm Blair... I'm Sarah. Uh, and remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. One of our episodes! Woo! Woo!